0: this uh that i was i was uh googling task force campus and i see now that it's with a k but man they've they got to work on their search engine optimization here because <laughs> unfortunately there's a lot of uh information re- relating to campus task forces and things like that and uh ah, i don't even know what that is like on campus we have a task force about this and that oh, at a camp, college yeah, campus I'll,
1: I'll make sure to specify that when i talk how to spell it when campus i campus with a k it. and an and an a can an ass. a campus um it's but like that game totally is a different so you, word yeah you would love that game i think and yeah you're gonna uh, you would love every game i'm going to talk about today that, actually
0: awesome good that's how it should be so.
1: And you own them all.
0: (laughs) I know. That's another (laughs) reason why I want to get a new computer set up.
1: Hey, everybody. Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels, and this is episode number 61. And my name is Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolary. Hey, everybody. And it's just the two of us tonight. Uh, John's uh, sitting this one out while uh, his wife is uh, using the computer, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And uh, before we get into... uh warming up the mics here a little bit. I just want to make a quick correction from last week because I talked about a bunch of games from Daniel Linson and I forgot you know I mentioned three games that were not included in the Itchio bundle for uh racial justice and equality. Yeah. But he did have a game called Breaker that was included in that bundle, which is kind of like a I'm not really even going to talk about it. I recorded a video as part of that uh 15 minutes a game series that I'm doing. Yeah. But it's like kind of like a kind of Pong meets Ikaruga meets uh, Breakout or Arkanoid a little Mm. bit. You kind of control a paddle that just can... If you're moving... I forget what it is. No, if you're moving to the right, your paddle will turn red. If you're moving to the left, it will turn blue. Oh, wow. And uh, if you're you'll have enemies in the center of the screen and you're kind of rotating around like a circle. Like your paddle is like rotating around the circumference of a circle. Okay. And uh, the enemies will shoot, you know, if it's a blue enemy, it'll shoot out blue projectiles and there'll be, you know, some that'll shoot out like three quick shots, some that'll shoot like a spread shot. And then the, yeah, they're either red or blue and you can only, you know, you take damage if you're the wrong color and you can project them back at the enemies towards the center of the screen if you are the correct color that sounds and then once really you, cool it's really fun yeah and it's like it just total arcade high score action like seems to be kind of randomly generated like there'll be kind of a wave of enemies and then a boss and then a wave of enemies and then a boss and they just keep getting harder and harder um but it's almost like bullet hell action it's really really fun totally different from the other daniel linson stuff i talked about last week so huh. i just kind of felt bad that i kind of like specifically mentioned like hey these weren't included in the bundle and like. Uh, He definitely did include a game (laughs) in the bundle. (laughs) He did his part. uh, He threw one in there. (laughs) And he, again, I just want to reiterate, he has like well over a dozen games and I've played at least, not all the way through, but I played five or six of them. Wow. And... They're all awesome, really unique art styles, really unique mechanics. Just
0: so the guy's a a genius. Seems really creative, like all these individual concepts.
1: Yeah, like every every game is like a totally unique concept. Right. Yeah, he's he's awesome. I'm really excited to just continue to follow whatever he does and check out more of his old stuff. But that's uh, cool. But I know there's been a couple of games uh, to get away from the itch.io stuff for a little bit, although everything else I'm going to talk about today is all from that bundle, (laughs) Not not Um, although it is available elsewhere. But I know uh, there's been a couple of updates on some Switch games that uh, we've been playing and one that you've played for the first time, Randall.
0: So take
1: them in in whatever order you uh, see fit. But I know you've been playing a couple of games on the Switch lately.
0: Yeah. Uh, the first one that I do want to talk about is one that I definitely haven't just played for the first time. It's one that I <laughs> pretty much have played since it's come out, uh, at least weekly, if not daily or every other day, and that's Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> so, Animal Crossing: uh, uh, New Horizons on Switch. Uh, they just updated it to add swimming, so now you see go that. Out yeah, it looked in the pretty water. Cool. Was were you able to swim in previous Animal Crossing games or I don't so I, I don't want to say definitively, but I really don't think so. I've played the GameCube and DS ones to death, and you definitely could not do that in either one of those. Um, and yeah, so, it didn't look familiar to me either. No, uh, to best of my knowledge, this is like a whole new like gameplay concepts for the Animal Crossing series. Nice, um, which is really exciting. It, and, you know, a free DLC update, something that they, I think, are just doing to kind of throw more content at players because this has been such a runaway success. Uh, new Horizons has on switch. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's it was so exciting to see that. And yeah, it, it allows you to collect uh, all new things in the sea uh, where, you know, you you pull up your phone. And beforehand, it was, you know, you could collect, uh, like, bugs, you could collect fish, and over time, kind of like a Pokedex, it would show, you know, oh, you've collected this one and this one, but, you know, this one's missing um, because you haven't found it yet, and maybe you haven't found it because, you know, you have to wait until the fall or winter uh, months to collect said bug or fish. Um, But now there's a new section for things you find in the sea separate from the fish that you could fish for. Um, that oh, you can cool. pick up. Yeah. And so like, it's exciting to grab those things. Um, there's like a new character, like a new non-playable character that you can talk to when you collect, um, uh, what, what is it? Uh, a scallop. When you get a scallop, this cute (laughs) red otter kind of swims up nonchalantly and has a conversation with you. And generally he'll, if you give him the scallop, he will give you, uh, some sort of like DIY recipe that you can then craft stuff out of that generally you're finding in the sea. Um, so that's a lot of fun, but yeah, the, the swing mechanic is, is really simple. Uh, but in an animal crossing way, just like fishing, And, you know, bug catching and everything else. It's simple, but there's like underlying little bit of underlying depth there um, that kind of keeps you engaged when you're looking for these things. Okay, um, like you can tell that something's underwater that you need to try and grab when there's like bubbles coming up to the surface and then you can kind of press a button to dive underwater and then swim underwater for a short time while you have your breath. Um, but some of these things are living creatures that'll run away from you as you're trying to grab them. So you kind of have to be strategic about like when you're diving and swimming because they will notice your presence if you're, you know, moving too fast. So uh, it's fun. It's, it's like another way of like reengaging the player when, I know a lot of Animal Crossing players, Tina and I included, have, you know, we've kind of gotten to a plateau point with that game where we've upgraded our house to like a reasonable level where we don't necessarily need to have more rooms or whatever else. Uh, And we've collected a lot of, you know, any given thing where, you know, we kind of have the outfits that we like, you know, we have the furniture we like. And it's like we're checking in for the daily check ins, but it's like, you know, what else is out there? And then they drop right. this update and they're like, Oh yep, we're right back in it at least for now. So I was excited about that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'll definitely be curious to hear what John thinks about yeah. it too. Cause we, we both know he's definitely checked it out. Oh yeah. Um, And one game that he's been hounding us both, or one game that I've for sure played uh, pre-update, but they just put out a huge update for Risk of Rain
0: Two, yeah, which I think
1: you checked out for the first time, right? First time,
0: despite you guys chatting it up so much, like, and I own it. John, John loves this game. Like, I I didn't realize. Like,
1: he just recently was like, "This is one
0: of my favorite games." I I knew he loved it, but I didn't realize he had it on like that high of a. Uh, shelf or whatever yeah we're gonna have to get him to talk about it at some point again in the future post this update
1: yeah but i'm curious to hear your thoughts randall like being that you're just uh getting into it for the first time you know we don't have to get too heavy because i'm sure we'll want to all talk about it together but totally and we should all play together
0: too but i would love that so yes just on that point alone Risk of Rain Two playing it for the first time just post update. Uh, you know, I, I played it for the first time just a couple of days before we recorded this. And yeah, immediately what jumps out to me is like, oh, this kind of feels like Fantasy Star Online a little bit to me as far as like interesting the, the combat uh like this kind of third person and like mindlessly shoot at stuff. And do so in a multiplayer setting is kind of scratching that itch for me that I haven't okay. had with another game since those days when I played that on GameCube with some of my friends. Like, whoa, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I yeah. would have never connected those
1: two, but I, I I see what you're I've never played much Fantasy Star Online, but I see yeah. what you're saying.
0: Yeah, and you know, now playing Risk of Rain two, I'm really I I love it. Like in the first couple runs, yes. I'm like, oh, I get it. I love it. I'm addicted. It's so addicting. It's so addicting. (laughs) Like the run-based roguelike nature attached to just kind of like turn your brain off action third person thing totally works for me. Yeah, it's Uh, like a little more
1: immersive than like, you know, if you're playing something like Dead Cells or Enter the Gungeon or these other roguelike procedurally generated things, you know, you're kind of... I don't know, something about yeah, it being in 3D. Like I'm I am able yeah. to just kind of like shut my brain off and it's yeah. just all about the combat. Yeah. And I don't know how many characters you've unlocked. I, I've only unlocked one. I think four. <laughs> Not zero
0: in, in okay. a sense, because I'm still <laughs> using the first one. I, uh, I just <laughs> recently
1: unlocked right before this update unlocked a fourth character, but like they Jeez. all play so
0: differently. Oh man. And there's
1: I think like eight or ten at this point, and there seem oh, to be God. more
0: on the way. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. And yeah, I, I did not play pre update and I know that it ran a little bit rougher on switch before then, but where it's at now just feels like so smooth to me. And, you know, I'm sure that the graphics probably look a bit better on, you know, PS4 and Xbox one, but I'm loving having it on my switch just for like, hey, what do I want to play? Yeah. Let's jump into a risk of rain. You know, let's, let's see how far I can get in a run real quick and jump back yeah. out. Love it.
1: It's perfect for that. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. It, I and and again, being someone who has played pre-update and post-update uh it yeah. wasn't anything that bothered me, you know, the the pre-update. I mean, I I did see it on PS4 and like was like, "Oh man, this does run much smoother." But in turn sure. ter- I shouldn't say smoother because it still ran smooth, but it just a little you know, the gameplay was smooth, but the frame rate or whatever is maybe a right. little choppier. But yeah, now right. with this new update and they added in like the artifacts, which are kind of like the game modifiers that you can unlock that just kind of change up the the challenges and whatnot. Sure. Um And it seems like this is like the game has been kind of in early access up to this point. Yeah. And I don't know if this is like finally it coming out of early access, but it's definitely an update that's like been in beta on PC for a while that just got pushed to consoles. So right really pumped to see like where this game goes from here
0: yeah yeah it's really encouraging that they're making these wholesale like massive updates to this game and it's it's been out for a little bit already by this point so it's but yeah obviously this is still their baby um and i'm i'm so excited that i jumped in when i did now um i'll be playing this for a while Did, did you ever play the first one or if you got the cartridge it came with it right it it does which is a really cool thing that i don't think any other game on switch has done but yeah it does come yeah. with it on the cartridge um nice. but i have not played it no I, I i never played the first risk of rain
1: i recommend it i i definitely i think we talked about it on the podcast uh dj and i a long time ago because he and i yeah. played quite a bit co-op and like i'm Got really hooked on it for a little while. Like again, kind of had that you know that same kind of mindless approach. Sure. But like, d- yeah, it's it's not. It's a totally. Di- it's really interesting how similar, how different the games are, but they're so similar. Like it really risk of rain Two
0: really is just risk of rain in 3d right but it feels like a totally different game so i could see that yeah that that i could totally see how the the gameplay concepts of you know you only really have at least so far for me there's only a few different ways i can shoot um and yeah that the shooting action wouldn't be that hard at all to obviously make a, a 2d uh just dumbed down action thing out of that um so yeah I, I probably should launch the original risk of rain it's right there um but risk of rain 2 is right there so why would i go back to the first <laughs> yeah I, I will say
1: yeah we definitely got to play all three of us because uh, yeah. uh yeah dj's got it on ps4 so i don't think he can sync up with us but yeah the three of us have to sync up because john taught me everything i know about risk of rain okay. too like i'm just like oh, okay i feel much more comfortable knowing what I'm doing after oh. I played a couple runs with John. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's, he, he kind of gets it. So let's sync up on that. I want to do that. Yeah. This week, sometime this week, hopefully That's this week. It, 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 it. It. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But uh, another before we get into uh, the meat of the episode, there's a couple games from uh, Matt Glanville that I wanted to touch on. And again, these were games that both are. Yeah, both of these games were included in the Ichio bundle for racial justice and equality, but they're both available on Nintendo Switch. Nice. And uh, the first one I'm going to talk about actually just came out on Nintendo Switch. He actually just put out two games on the same day. Uh, one is called That's "Singled crazy. Out," which I haven't played. Yeah, I think it. I think it was made for the uh, Game Maker's Toolkit Game Jam last ah. year, and then like he fleshed it out into like a, a you know a more full, f- you know, fledged experience. Yeah. Um, but I, this one I haven't played, but I really want to check it out. And they're all, all of these games are like five bucks. Yeah. Um, all three of his games on switch. This one, again, I'm not really going to talk about, but it's just kind of like you control like a sniper rifle and it'll be like, there'll be all these characters on the screen, like super pixelated, like really chunky, big pixels. Okay. Um, and they'll, on the left side of the screen, you'll have like the shape of the head or like the mustache or the. Um, glasses or the eyes or like it'll have three things on the left side and then you have to snipe the (laughs) there'll be like a crowd of 10 or 12 people and you have to yeah it's basically yeah It very much (laughs) reminds me of that yeah (laughs) that's funny Um, but it looks pretty cool but that one i have not played but i definitely want to check out and it just came out on switch but the other game that i have played is called ghost grab 3000 yeah and uh this is like a really straightforward arcade game um, I shouldn't say straightforward, but like a really, you know, once you get the concept down, that that is what it is. Yeah. And you're basically it's like kind of like it controls like a twin stick shooter, except you're not uh, you don't have you don't shoot at all. So you're just mostly mm. you're in this kind of arena, kind of like Geometry Wars, like a, a set, like single screen. OK. And you're moving around and then you have a grappling hook that you can. Uh, there's ghosts you know hence the ghost grabbing and they're Mm -hmm. just kind of like floating around the screen they bank off the you know the edges of the screen and whatnot and then they'll shoot all kinds of projectiles at you and then you grab them with your uh you don't have to even aim your grappling hook like it's just whatever ghost you're nearest to will be kind of highlighted in blue and then when you push the button you'll grapple that ghost and then you'll kind of like be tethered to that ghost and as you like move away from it you're able to Basically if you touch another ghost with the tether yeah. it tethers to that ghost and you just have to chain as many as you can together uh, um and the more you chain the more points you get and like as you play again it's really arcadey but it has like a little bit of that rogue like flavor like you're able to uh you get coins through each run and then you can buy like a new core that's like 150% speed of the normal core or your normal like kind of robot that you're controlling. Okay. But it's, uh, but it has uh less health, you know, two health instead of three hearts. Okay. And basically. Yeah. You just have the ability. You have like a speed burst, which is uh, limited by like a battery gauge that you have on the side, which you can again, pick up as you kill enemies. And again, when, once you tether enemies, like you can at any point, even if you just have one enemy tethered, you can hit like your explode or your action button and it'll explode any enemies that are tethered together so whether it's Uh, one or 25 uh, and this is just like an endless wave based game like i've gotten to maybe like wave 12 or 13 on some of the levels and it looks like there's just three levels but it's just straight up like there's leader. at least on the pc version there's online leaderboards i'm assuming they have that on switch too um, but it's just like, yeah, it's just straight up arcade action. That sounds cool. And it's like you you have an EMP pulse up, uh, EMP pulse part of me that kind of works like a little bit like uh, you know, almost like a small like not a screen clear, but like a radius that yeah. pulses out and cl- like uh stuns any any enemies near you. Right. And then you do have a nuke that you can collect too, that you can blow up and use it anytime, and it'll like clear any enemy on the screen, which'll like in some cases allow you to clear like the whole. Not the whole wave, but like the final push of a wave, right? Um, but
0: yeah, you'll or get keep like you from getting hit at the very least. I'm sure, eg-
1: exactly, yeah. yeah. And then, but you pick up those EMP pulses like crazy. So like you you can have a nine at any given time, like as like, your max uh, yeah. that you can carry. But like you're able to hold. Like the more I played, I was like, I should use these a little more liberally because yeah. I'm just getting them like crazy. And then yeah, you can pick up the nukes, and then but after each like wave. If you've taken damage, you you get one of three pickups. So you, if you've taken damage, one of those pickups will be a heart. It seems I think every uh. time. If if you've taken damage, you can get a heart to recover some health. Yeah. Or it'll be if you haven't taken damage, it'll be or and if not, again the other two will still be one of these options. But it'll be like a speed burst. And again, I think you can only pick up maybe four or five upgrades per t or per like path. Yeah. But it'll be like a speed burst upgrade or your upgrade your EMP pulse, so it'll have a larger radius. Nice um or ah, shoot i forget what the other one is um but there's another upgrade oh you're uh the like the width of your tether will like get oh, wider and wider so it'll, it actually i only got two upgrades of that but it got to the point where i was getting i was like man this thing is chunky <laughs> so like i get you can you know it, it just gets i don't know it's really all about dodging the enemies and You know, it kind of feels like like that Robotron game a little bit. Okay, yeah. Um, If you're going, like, total retro, but it has, like, kind of that, like, single-screen arcade feel, but... I played like half hour, 40 minutes. And again, I did a part of that uh, 15 minutes of game series. I recorded a video and just really, really love this game. Definitely going to grab it on Switch next time I boot it up. I've still just been digging away at these indie games on the uh, in that bundle. But yeah, another game just real quick. I wanted to mention from Matt Glanville was Switch and Shoot, which is actually the game I noticed in the bundle at first and was one that caught my eye because it was in my on my Switch wish list. Right. And this is another just like simple arcade You know, shoot them up, and I'm going to talk about a couple shmups later. Um, But this is like, it's a one button game. I think, again, it was, I think uh, at least the original concept was part of a game jam thing. Okay. Like, every time you shoot, your ship changes direction. So you don't, you don't have any control of your ship at all. Oh geez. And every time you shoot, you change direction. And to the point where it's like, you know, it's a game where it would be in like Tate mode or whatever, like yeah. a really thin vertical screen. Yeah. And you do have like a screen wrapping ability. And then every, you, as you kill enemies, you, you just have to kill the enemies. I think if you miss them, they kind of hover at the bottom of the screen for a second. So it's really tough. You know, you can kind of quickly rapid fire to almost to stay in place. Right. Um, To not like switch directions and head back into the enemy. But then you there'll be these power-ups that come down and I think there's four or five tiers so you start with kind of like a little wimpy laser and then you get one more power-up it's like a little fatter laser and then you get the next power-up and you uh can shoot like kind of like not a spread shot but like kind of just two You know, like a V shot almost, and then you pick up one more power-up. It's like a triple shot. And then when you get the next power-up, you kind of like have this laser, and then this then you can't screen wrap it. You kind of go into like almost like a little mini, it's not a boss battle, but it's like the end of the wave, and the sides of the screen will be blocked by like these laser beams or whatever. Yeah. And you have to just kind of like weave through and collect the power-ups. But every time you miss a power-up Every time you collect one, you power up. Every time you miss one, you power down. Oh, geez. So if you're, you know, if you're in (laughs) that laser mode and then you miss one or two and you drop down a couple tiers, like you can really get into a tight uh, space really quick. But just like all of the games that I've played of his, at least these two games, just have like absolutely banging chip tune soundtracks oh, like, I love it just awesome like so difference. energetic oh yeah it's, like, oh, it's yeah. like the the type of tunes that just make you want to like immediately like let me play another oh let yeah. me play another like i'm just jamming i'm bopping along yeah and they at least to the best of my knowledge i don't think there's any way to beat either of these games they seem like they're just endless hey they're arcade games. high score kind of things yeah. yeah and i and i really like that you know yeah. i like that it's just like let me try to either one up myself or, in you know, in some cases go for the high score. But that really met recommend checking out the Matt Glanville stuff. Again, it's both games that I mentioned were included in the Itchio bundle, but also available on Switch, along with Singled Out, which I haven't checked out, but I can't wait to. Yeah, because, um, yeah. And he's got another game that's like some kind of dodgeball tactics game, I think. Oh, um, not on Switch, uh, but only on PC. But I, I haven't haven't looked into that one yet, but it looks really cool. So I'm down with something like that. Yeah, I might be misspeaking about the way it plays, but it's a, yeah, it's some kind of dodgeball RP. I don't know. Some yeah. take on a dodgeball game that doesn't play like a dodgeball game.
0: That sounds sweet. Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, but um, before I get to some more uh, shmups that I kind of teased last week, Randall. Yeah. I know you've been kind of putting the meat of your time into uh one of the bigger games that's out right now. So what have you been uh spending your time on this week
0: or yes yeah, a meaty meaty game uh so i have been playing quite a bit of uh the last of us 2 as have many many other people um yes. but I, you know i i'm i'll say and i know you guys generally feel different but i was a huge uh original the last of us fan um i played the not only the core game through a couple of times, which I rarely replay games, uh, like that. Um, but I also played the, uh, the DLC add on that was focused on, uh, the secondary character, Ellie, um, who was a teenager at that point. So fast forward to last of us Two, And Ellie is now the main character of, of this game to kind of continue on that same story. Um, basically kind of just picks up relatively where, where things leave off, um, plus a few years but it kind of not to go too far into spoilers but it kind of jumps around in in the timeline a little bit too this is uh definitely a triple a game with uh triple a production values that way you can tell they yeah, spent yeah. a lot of time making this there's tons of uh cut and all the fun things that uh that naughty dog does when it comes to these type of of action games um although I, I, I won't say I won't go too deliberate on saying fun too much because this is definitely uh, a pretty oppressive atmosphere in the last of us 2. Uh it. This is not uh, your your uncharted um, Indiana Jones style uh, fun quips. This is a lot more, uh, you know, the really reeling with death and, and leaning into uh, pretty violent aspects. Um, yeah of the gameplay, which I'm, I'm generally not a very big fan of in, in a lot of games, but I loved the last of us, uh, the original so much that, you know, I was kind of excited to see this through even kind of knowing going in, um, there was some social media stuff around a lot of this, uh, before the game even came out that put me off to some degree. Um, but I had already pre-ordered it with a good discount so i i kind of pushed forward and i knew that the backdrop of of much of this game was in seattle so that appealed to me too on top of everything else um but it's still it's still you know it's still kind of the last of us uh same great crafting and uh hunter gatherer stuff happening where you're kind of going into uh you know, broken down or burnt out abandoned buildings to collect random supplies that you can then craft into bombs or upgrades for your weapons or health kits or Molotov cocktails, uh, to not only fight off the, uh, the enemy creatures which are all these kind of mutants that uh, have been caused by this virus that's gone through the world another not so cheery uh backdrop <laughs> to our actual reality yeah um, <laughs> that way uh kind of unfortunate timing actually that this game was always going to come out seriously yeah <laughs> yeah um But yeah, I mean, it's it's, this kind of like the last big game of uh, on the PS4 pretty much. Um, So excited to use my PS4 Pro again and hear that sucker scream uh, like it's want to do uh, (laughs) (laughs) while I play a triple A game. It's just like I can't ignore it. It's just so loud. But anyway, I won't I won't be I won't. I don't have the the Pro, but mine's mine's not that bad. Mine's never been loud
1: enough to bother me, but I have the regular.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's a PS4 pro problem or if it's like uh just these kind of few AAA games like uncharted 4 and and last of us 2 that are just causing it to scream so much but uh boy yeah it's like it's Like practically louder than our vacuum. I don't know, it's <laughs> suckers loud. Well, I
1: think, I think all the pro gamers are playing with headphones on, oh, so they, they don't have to oh, worry about the sound. I that's don't that's where I'm
0: messing up. Then, yeah, that
1: makes... <laughs> I will say, I've, I've still, I think I mentioned it on a podcast a long time ago, but I have been playing games with headphones on a lot, like yeah. at, late at night. If I'm like, ah, oh, it's kind of late, and I like I kind of want to play like this intense shooter or something but like I don't want to make a bunch of noise like I, or I don't want to worry about the volume of, of my course. TV. And totally. I've been popping on the headphones and man it is I get sucked into the games even oh, even yeah. a little bit more. Like it really like turn all the lights off, pop some headphones on, it really kind of helps suck me
0: into the game. I should try that with this too. We do have a uh it's it's not like the greatest surround sound, but it is technically a five point one surround sound in the living room, and it does help because um, in a, a lot of times in this game, you're not kind of you're not going into guns blazing. You're you're kind of hiding behind something while there's enemies, either humans or creatures that you're. Generally trying to avoid slash sneak up on when they walk past type of thing. So you can do like a stealth kill or something. And it helps a lot to have, you know, surround sound. So you can like spatially kind of hear where they might be too. Yeah. Um, You know, what, what you might be getting into. Uh, I do like that about the last of us that it's not so super action heavy most of the time. And, um, a lot of the sequences, even when they're action based, are kind of, have a puzzle element to them, where it almost feels a little bit more like a like a Metal Gear Solid or something, where like you're having to sneak around, you know, some you know chair or bench or whatever, to not be seen by the enemy, sneak up behind them, do a silent kill, kind of move on to the next target, uh, collect a couple of items that you might need, and kind of keep moving through the the house or whatever. Um, a lot of that, which I definitely, I'm, I'm into that style. Um, there's also traps you can set, uh, like these bombs that you can craft if you unlock it in your skill tree, uh, where you can set these proximity bombs that enemies don't see until they step on. And that gives a fun little, like almost like a spy or spy vibe from like the NES days, which I love that type of stuff. too. So um, those are the, those are the moments that I like the most, either like I'm hunter gathering and I found like the, some secret area that was harder to get into. So then I got uh, the pills that can update my capabilities, you know, or, you know, I'm, you know, setting traps or like, watching a scene unfold and figuring out my best way of approaching it. Um, I'm about eight hours in or so it feels like I'm about halfway through or maybe a little bit more. Um, and you know, I'll see it through. Um, it is a little bit more depressing and oppressive than I would like, especially yeah. these days. But, uh, so still, still generally pretty well made. The story is to me, not quite as engaging so far as the first last of us was, but, uh, you know, that's okay too um the gameplay is definitely they definitely hit all the marks there so i'll see it
1: that's a, that's good to hear cuz yeah it seems like any of the or most of the gripes that i've been seeing online have yeah all been kind of story related yeah. stuff so it's good to hear that like the game itself play is great and there are a ton of people that are still like championing this game big time so yeah
0: yeah the, and yeah i'm going to see it through primarily cuz of the gameplay they've already kind of lost me to some degree story wise where i just don't feel as attached to what's happening as I did the first time around, but you know, that's okay too. And it's, you know, hard to, hard to get that feeling again when you're talking about a sequel in the first place, I suppose. For sure. Yeah. It's tough to recapture that. Totally. Um,
1: but yeah, I had a couple other, uh, shooters that are shmups that I mentioned, uh, last week, Randall, cause I, I've been wanting to talk about these with you. One of them in particular, sweet, uh, but go. both of them I think you would love. Yeah. Um, and both of them I love, Uh, again, both these games are included in that itch.io bundle for racial justice and equality. Nice. I'm just going to start off with the kind of more straightforward of the two. It's called task force campus. Uh, and that's campus K a M P a S not like a college. Yes. So, uh, yeah, don't get ahead of yourself here. Like (laughs) Randall, but, uh, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, there's obviously no way to distinguish that. Right. But, uh, but yeah, this game is really simple. It's like a single credit arcade game. Where you again bullet hell shmup, and uh, the core mechanic is that you it's not a single it's it's single credit but it's not one hit kill most ships you have a few different ships you can pick from but some of them are like you can take two three hits okay um some of them you know again you have faster ships with a you know little less health and ships that have a little more armor kind you know I've looks like there's a couple more to unlock but you start with three but essentially the core mechanic is you have a health bar on your left and you have a power meter on your right and the health bar or i'll start with the power meter actually so as you kill enemies you your power meter goes up and it, it has a limit like once it gets fully charged that's as strong as your weapon's gonna get okay but then as your power meter goes up, or if you take damage your power meter will drop down but then if you stop firing you recharge health so you're basically uh, oh. again. I I am always talking about wow. risk reward on the podcast. And this <laughs> yes. is like this game is just risk reward risk reward baked into game. a bullet hell shmup. I yeah. mean it's just it's <laughs> awesome, and it's like you get like after you take a hit, you get like a short. You can't re you can't you can stop firing, but you won't recharge health. You have probably like. F- It feels like five seconds It's probably more like two or three, but of like invincibility where you have like kind of an orb like shield around you, but you can't recharge health at that time. But you can like spam the boss so you can kind of like cheese some of the bosses and say, like, take a hit, spam like crazy, wait for an Uh, opening and then just stop shooting and like, you know. I haven't been able to get very far. I've only made it past the second, or not even past, only to the second boss. Jeez! And it's like kind of like a space. It's a vertical shmup again, like kind of tate mode. Sure, deal. And uh, it's just really great pixel art style. It's got a bunch of like CRT filters, which I'm usually not a huge fan of, but they all look really cool. And it looks oh, like nice. there's a bunch more you can unlock. Yeah. Um. Really great soundtrack, gr- like awesome boss designs. Nice. Um. Like the first one is like this huge giant squid. The second one's like this huge uh, yellow crab. Nice. Um. I don't know if it's all like water based or what or you know, water themed <laughs> or ocean themed or whatever
0: the deal is. But like Darius going on here yeah fish but
1: it is really really awesome just that <laughs> i don't know that mechanic it's it, every time i die i'm just like another one another one and then nice. again there's like each level has kind of like a tier like two tiers to it where you're like right before there's one halfway through and one right before you get to the boss where you get to pick between two power-ups too where it's like Maybe a small health upgrade or so it's not roguelike, but it has like a little bit of that DNA built into it where it's like pick the health upgrade or pick the super shot or pick the double shot or pick. You know, you can keep stacking those as you go along right on that uh, run but, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And and this game is, I believe, not on consoles yet, but I believe it is coming to consoles. And it's from uh, Cassiopeia Wave. Awesome. Is the name of the developer. But really cool. Really, like, just cute pixels, too. Like, they, I know I'm talking like, like these huge squid monsters or crab monsters, but, like, they're kind of cute. Like, you blow up <laughs> these gold uh, asteroids sometimes and there's, like, these little, like, they're called cocos, but they're like these these little mini like golden crocodiles <laughs> that nice. you, if you collect enough of them they're like almost like act as like a little like turret that follows you around and shoots Ooh. at enemies. So, nice. Just yeah, really cool game, really charming. And again, there's there's dozens of shmups that were included in this bundle. Oh, but yeah. one more this one, Randall, you have to check out. It's All called right. Risk Risk System. And again, risk reward just baked into this game just in the it is name. like so you, yeah baked into the name yeah not even just the game but uh it is like it has very strong like playstation one sega saturn dreamcast vibes like, all right very strong all right nice like really good really good like actually pretty engaging cutscenes in between like right before you get to a boss or right at the start of the game like the tutorial just like little like uh, you know spoken dialogue like voice oh, acted wow. and everything not amazing or anything but better than most yeah. um, voice acting and like just little like ditties before your boss battle and stuff. It's like it really kind of sucks you into the experience. Oh, it kind of yeah. gets like even leans into like a little bit of like, you know, a darker tone as well. Okay. Um, which I, I appreciate, you know, especially since there's just not usually anything to engage you in the in a shmup other than the gameplay. Right. Um, which is not a bad thing, but like this one is like just just enough too. It's not overstepping its bounds. But like you essentially you have a, a health bar as well, you have a three Uh, tiered health bar you can take three hits I think even four hits because as you kill enemies you can pick up health bars and refill those but they're like segmented but then you also have this breaker meter Um, it's a barrier breaker is what it's called and that's filling up super slowly all the time but also fills up quickly if you're close to enemy fire, which many bullet hell shmups use this as like a score mechanic. Like if you I forget what they call it a lot of times, but like if you just kind of skim past the bullets, you know. Yeah. Um, and they come right next to your hitbox, you get like extra points or, you, you know, something like that. Yeah. This is recharging this uh, barrier breaker. Which, you know, enemies in this game will be, this is a a horizontal scroller, but enemies will be kind of coming from the background and they'll even like target you sometimes. And one of the things that's weird about this game is it defaults to auto fire, which I didn't like at first. But once you get used to it, like it it basically, it'll auto fire whenever you're lined up with an enemy. Ah. And you also have a button to like basically barrel roll Uh, individual buttons to barrel roll upward and then another button to
0: barrel roll downward. That's exactly what I wondered when you said you could get targeted from behind. Like how does that work?
1: well they, and they even so when you use your barrier breaker not only does it make you invincible for like a split second or yeah you know, maybe like a second and a half it also damages enemies that are in the background nice or enemies that you wouldn't otherwise be able to touch and that nice. just everything on the screen usually turns them into health as well so like nice but like a lot of the boss battles are like down to like i didn't re- i didn't catch this at first but they're built to like The bullet patterns, you actually have to, like, it'll be a beam that will wipe the whole screen, essentially, or, like, you know, from top to bottom. And the only way to get through it without taking a hit is to charge your uh, barrier breaker and then use it at perfect timing and then, you know, use your invincibility to go through the beam. Oh, okay. Like, so that a lot of the, like, it has a little bit of, like, a puzzly element to it where you, like, you really have to, like nail these patterns down right and like charge your breaker up enough and like again it's charging slowly all the time but you really have to like get close to the enemies but just the style everything about this game it's just action-packed it's just yeah it just screams like 32-bit shmup and you oh, kind of control I'm, this like yes. pretty big like it kind of reminds me of like the the mechs you control and in into the breach a little bit. Like it's kind of this big flying, but like pretty hefty mech. Like it's got a little bit of weight and momentum to it. Yeah. Um. It takes a second to get going. So that that barrel roll again when you do that upwards or downwards, your fu- your rate of fire increases too. It's almost like you're spinning oh, wow. and like increasing your fire. So you're kind of using that as well to like take out the bosses and just yeah everything. Just everything about this game is fantastic. It plays. Man like butter it's it is coming to xbox one soon Ooh. i don't know if it's coming to other consoles but it's definitely coming to xbox one i saw okay and yeah i just cannot recommend risk system enough i can't remember the name of the developer off the top of my head but man, man. Uh, there again there's so many not you know i mentioned switch and shoot earlier there's so many shmups in this bundle newt uh, i can Industries just go on and on and for on the developer it looks like newt any any wt right yes that sounds familiar yeah newt Industries nice so yeah be on the lookout for that if you have an xbox or again if you picked up the itchio bundle definitely check this game out or just support the devs uh in the future because uh it sounds so good really love both these games and and again there's been a number of other shmups i've played but these are the two that i would just say you got it switch and shoot as well but these are the these last two are more in the bullet hell you know shmup vein the task force campus and risk system right um where uh, switch and shoots more in that arcade vein. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, all three absolutely fantastic. Can't recommend enough. Awesome. Yeah. I would check them out. Yeah. But, uh, anything else we wanted to, uh, chat about this week, Randall, or pretty good to, uh, wrap it up or wrap
0: it up for this week.
1: Nice. Well, uh, as always, you can find us online at uh, pursuingpixels.com. We're on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and like I've mentioned a couple times on the podcast, I've been cranking out some YouTube videos, many of which are uh, part of the Itch.io bundle games. Uh, yeah. I think like 35 or so out of the 40 videos I've done so far are games from that bundle. So awesome. definitely, you know, don't watch the whole video. Just skim around and check them out. I watch the uh, whole check video. Out... That's fine. You can watch the whole video. <laughs> watch it if you, if, you, if you feel so inclined, if you feel so inclined. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we are always posting gameplay clips, uh, on all of our platforms and yeah, we have Facebook and stuff, but just look at the episode description, timestamps and everything in there, links and all that at the bottom of the, uh, description and, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week and take care. Bye. Bye.
0: Yeah. I watched that whole, I did. I watched that whole Samurai Lantern video. The whole 20 minutes. Yeah. I watched you beat that game. That was sweet. That game is
1: really fun, man. Yeah.
0: I have to tell you too that that Tina had feedback for your gameplay stylings. She Oh, nice. She thought that you weren't using the uh the screen wrap uh technique enough. I n-
1: I know. I kept thinking <laughs> that too. I was like, "Oh, I, I, I did it like twice in the video, I think." <laughs> no. And I was like, "Oh, what am I doing?" I was like, that, "That I feel like that's probably a
0: core mechanic of this game." Oh, yeah. And then she thought you were too you're too involved with killing the bad guys. She's like, "Yeah, you, He's, just, he's too involved with killing those bad guys. You got to focus on <laughs> what, you know, those once, I re-
1: once I realized that they keep piling up, like yeah. if you don't kill them, they just keep coming. They I was do. like, ah, if I wipe them out, I can just take my time. Yeah. But yeah, that would be a fun one to like speed run. It would. That's a cool game.